Shea has walked the wild wood of our garnered ancient speech and returned singing incomprehensible sounds in a language that turns out to be our own. Hello everyone, welcome back to Mostly Essays. I'm Petra Vernon and today I'll be reviewing Nicholson's Nicholson Baker's The Way the World Works. Baker is the author of approximately nine novels and five works of nonfiction, uh, which includes entitled Double Fold, which won a National Book Critics uh, Circle Award. Uh, he's appeared in the New York uh, New Yorker, the Harper's, and the New York Review of Books. He's out of Maine, and his, his writing or his prose has been described as luminescent, precise, it manually recollaborates our brains, uh, says reviewer Liv Grossman. Richard Eder of Los Angeles Times book review says of Baker's writing, Baker writes with appealing charm. He clowns and shows off, rambles and pounces hard. He says acute things, such extravagant things, terribly funny things. So let's hear from Nicholson's Bakers from A to Z-Y-X-T. Amanche, a sometime furniture mover, gondular, and a world word collector, has written an oddly inspiring book about reading the whole of the Oxford English Dictionary in one go. Shea's book re resurrects many lost, mishappen, beautifully unlucky words. Words that spiraled out like fast decaying yawns after their tiny moment in the cloud chamber of English us usage. There's hyperglassed, a person who won't stop laughing. There's lent, to add urine to ale to give it more kick. There's of mutations, willful speechlessness, and there's plotter to work to little purpose. All good words to have on the tip of your tongue when, for example, you're stopped for speeding. Shay's book, Reading the OED, One Man, One Year, 21,000 pages, offers more than exotic word lists though. It also has a plot. I feel as though I'm eating the alphabet he writes halfway through, and you want him to make it to the end. This is the supersize me of litsography. Shea is well equipped for the task he has, he has set up for himself. He owns about a thousand dictionaries, which he keeps on shelves in the apartment he shares with his girlfriend, Alex. She teaches psychology courses at Bernard and some of the dictionaries he bought from a book dealer named Madeline, who lives in a loft in Lower Manhattan. Madeline owns 20,000 dictionaries. She taught Shay, he says, the ineffable, the ineffable joy that can be had in pursuing the absurd. Back in the 90s, Shay read Webster's second. From beginning to end, no easy feat. Did doing so help him in any way? No, it didn't make him a better or smarter person or improve his test scores. In fact, it seemed to have hindered his capacity for self-expression. My head was so full of words that I often had trouble forming simple sentences out loud, he writes. 
and my speech became a curious jumble of obscure words and improper syntax. But Shay seems to have loved this experience of verbal overspill. He underwent the prolonged brain shiver that comes when thousands of unfamiliar meanings pour in without stopping. It felt wonderful, he says. The logical next step was to read the OED, but here Shay hesitated. The OED is huge, as everyone knows. It's monstrous—it's monstrously deep and serious and maddeningly detailed. Each entry, a miniature etymological seminar. It's the one that, in one incarnation, came with a rectangular magnifying glass. The one that the polymathic Simon Winchester wrote about in the in the movie or the book, The Professor and the Madman. Could Shea really make his his witting his witting way through twenty heavy volumes of tri-columnated type, all of it twinkling and squirming with abbreviations, small caps, foreign deri- derivations, derivations, and archaic spelling? Could one man read in one year's time fifty-nine million consecutive words, the equivalent of one John Graham novel per day of definitional prose? Prose, or would Shay fail and be forever known as the guy who read through to the letter N and couldn't go on? Shay decided to make the attempt and to record his progress in this book. Each letter gets its own chapter. In chapter A, the volumes arrive wrapped in the regal and the chitinous gloss of the of their dust jackets. And Shay sits near the window, his feet up on an ottoman, and begins to read. Difficulties ensue. He gets pulse and headaches, sees grey patches on the edges of his vision. His back bothers him. His neighbors make salt cut, and the odor odor is distracting. He's tempted to look things up in his other dictionaries, comparing definitions, which slows his progress. So he ventures out into the city, reading on park benches and in public libraries. No place is right. Finally, he settles on a location in the basement of the Hunter College Library, among books in French that don't tempt him away from the task at hand. He drinks many thermosfuls of coffee. He gets eyeglasses and finds, much to his surprise, that they help him see better. And but his headaches continue. And the lovely, ugly words—words words that Shay didn't know existed—leap up to his hand. Acnestis, the part of an animal's back that the animal can't reach to scratch, and bespaw. To splatter with saliva. In chapter D, Shay encounters diepnophobia, the fear of dinner parties. And in chapter K, brings canketort, canketort, an awkward situation. Months in, Shay arrives back aching, crabby page blind, at chapter N. Some days I feel as if I do not actually speak the English language. He writes, his verbal cortex overflowing. It is, he observes, like trying to remember all the trees one sees through the through the window of a train. Once he stares for a while, amazed at the word glove, I find myself wondering why I've never seen this odd term that describes such a common article of clothing. By chapter O, there is evidence of further disintegration. 
is he turning into, he wonders, one of the library people? The bag toters and mutterers who spend all their time there. Sometimes I get angry at the dictionary and let loose with a muffled yell. At night, he hears a deep, disembodied voice slowly intoning definitions. But then, thank goodness, he breaks through into sunlight. In chapter P, he finds a rich harvest of words, including one, Pichuchore, that refers to the loomy smell that rises from the dry ground after a rain, and a nicely dense, indivisible word, Prend, that signifies a mended crack. He notes these down in his big ledger book. He attends a lexicographical congress in Chicago, where he is misunderstood by his colleagues, and returns to the hunted library basement with renewed vigor. He tells his tolerant girlfriend about a rare P word, and then wonders aloud if he if he's boring her. But the point at which I begin became bored has long since passed. Alex replies. She arrives at another bad patch partway through chapter U, with the on section, more than four hundred pages of words of self-evident meaning. I am near catonic. He writes, bored out of my mind, but he doesn't skip. He is lashed to the tiller, unthimbled and unthrashed. Theophile Gautier read the dictionary to enrich and exercise his poetry. Walter Pater read the dictionary to keep his prose pure and marmoreal, to learn what words to avoid. She, Shea has no interest in purity or poetry. His style is simple. He wants to identify and savor for their own sweet sakes, malocclusive Greek and Latin hybrids that are difficult to figure out how to pronounce. He is fond of polysyllabic near homonyms, words like incompatible outside the range of, range of competence and repartitions found, accident, found accidentally, which are quickly swallowed up in the sonic gravitation of familiar words and the number of Shay's finds deserve prompt resurrection. For example, Vicambulist, for, for instance, a person who wanders city streets, Vicambulist. The effect of this book on me was to make me like Amon Shea and briefly to hate English. What a choking, god-awful match is it. It is surely French is better. Then I recall, recovered and saw its greatness afresh, the OED. Shea notes is a catalogue of the foibles of the human condition. Shea has walked the wild ground of our garnered ancient speech and returns singing inco incomprehensible sounds in a language that turns out to be our own. <laughs>